Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Well, Mr. Flamingo, how are you feeling this morning? Tired as fuck. Why are we up this early? Because our kids are out of the house for once. We never record this early. (laughs) No, I'm dying here. I'm not good without at least a half a pot of coffee. I've already had half a pot. Because our rule is, especially mine, don't talk to me before noon. (laughs) Well, anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for coming back and listening to us. I believe we're on episode 14. Is that right? Yep. It's hard to keep up with our little mid-month ones. But I do want to say I'm impressed with a lot of our listeners. We've had a lot of feedback. Yeah, you're right. We've had quite a few people hitting us up and say, yeah, we've sat down this weekend and listened to all 13 of your episodes. That's crazy. I almost feel bad. I feel like we owe them a Christmas card or something. We've literally taken up a day of their lives. Yeah. A day of their life they'll never get back from dealing with us. And I know that first episode was rough. It was rough for us. Yeah, well, we get that a lot too. But hey, it was a learning experience. We hope we grow with each one we do from here on. And hopefully I sound better. (laughs) Back to the people. I I feel like I should send them a Christmas card or a slab of ribs or some smoked bologna or something. Yeah. I feel like they're all friends with us now. I feel like that too. You think we got any haters out there yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. They're like, oh, it's these sons of bitches again. (laughs) So we've got some interesting news. It's finally winter here in Texas. It's a nice, breezy 78 degrees today. I know. I had to put my sweats on and my thermal socks. I'm I'm already missing summer. I can't walk around in a thong and flip-flops. I actually have to wear sweatpants and that good stuff now. (laughs) Wearing clothes sucks. I know. I kept taking pictures yesterday and having to pull my clothes off, and I was freezing. Yeah, we took a little road trip and doing some naughty pictures, which we got a contest coming up, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But every time you'd go to get naked, we'd get bombarded with kids. Fucking kids at a park. What are they thinking? I know, right? Aren't these old bastards supposed to be in school? Why are these kids on the back trails? That's what I'm curious about. I know what I would have been doing on the back trails. Doing drugs and getting wild. I think they're only like six or eight or something. These were <laughs> young ones. <laughs> I hope they aren't in drugs and sex at this age. Oh, no. Damn, that's starting young. That's way too young. That's a no-no. Maybe just some cold beer at that age. Maybe just because your mom let you have beer. Mine for sure didn't. I'm 40 years old and I'm still not allowed to have beer. My grandmother used to give me wine when I was a baby to get me to go to sleep. Maybe that's why I'm such a wino now. Oh my goodness. You think she gave me the good stuff or the shit out of the box? The box. (laughs) Got a little tap next to my crib there. Just pour me up a cold one before I go to bed. Now she was from the Kentucky mountains. so she. No, no. My grandmother was German. Oh, she was German? Yeah. I thought it was so, the Kentucky Mountains. I'm, I'm lucky it wasn't like, a stout beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the head on this. Drink up, little man. <laughs> All right. Let's take a minute and let's talk about our sponsors, APG. It has become one of our favorite adult websites. One thing for me, they're stepping up and taking their security for the user's information very seriously. Because as you guys know, you have not figured out who we are. You haven't seen our faces. So oh, privacy, yeah, right. Go ahead. So privacy to us is very important, and that's one thing that APG really watches and controls. You have different levels that you can do on your privacy. And one thing about altplayground.net versus the others is it is not a lot of bots. These are real life people. It's a paid website. They don't give out free memberships or trial memberships to everybody else like a lot of the sites do. So you guarantee if you're getting a message or messaging someone, they are a live person or at least were a live person at one time. Yeah, they get rid of the fakes too. Because you know there's a lot of fake profiles like on Facebook or some of the other stuff. Well, even with the addition of La Voodoo, I've noticed a lot more people in our area. I brought a couple of them to your attention of people we used to run around with and said, hey, they're on this site now. So I think there's going to be big things happening As it grows, we're hoping to throw some parties for them here in the Texas area when the world opens back up again and things hit a normalization again. One thing I noticed on the podcast corner the other day is I'm an avid podcast listener. I was even before we started this. There are a ton of podcasts in there that I didn't even, that I wasn't even aware were out there. And you can literally go through any genre of your sexuality. I know there's some lesbian ones. There are bisexual ones. There's interracial. So depending on what you choose to listen to, there's literally a podcast out there no matter what your taste is. Yeah, that's one thing I love is that they 
they keep the education in the non-monogamous sex positive world going. I mean, it's just constantly, it's not getting stale with the with all of us users on the website. And going off the educational side, the forums are more and more active too. That's one thing I liked about the few websites we'd been in the past. Some of the forums were very active. Again, it's just a good learning resource. Another good thing is you can find out parties in your local areas. I'm noticing more and more parties pop up. We're going to have to get on the road and get to the northeast a little bit and see some of these people up that direction. I don't know when we're going to have time for that because we're fixing to talk about all that we do. (laughs) We're going to have to take a month off and do a road trip. I'm down for that. You know, we like to travel. We'll fire up that car. I'm not paying for the gas, so a company car, we'll we'll drive the wheels off that bad boy. See a few customers on the way. Yeah, see if I can work that in. Well, one of the reasons that we were taking pictures yesterday is because... We're pervs. Yes, you are. But we were supporting our new logo wear. Our new swag, which can be found on... FullSwapShop.com. So tell about some of the goods we've got on FullSwapShop.com. We have, obviously, T-shirts, black or white. We've got a beanie. We've got coffee cups because, you know, Miss Flamingo is a big-time coffee drinker. We've got... So what's on these shirts and coffee cups? The listeners don't know. Hmm. This isn't a mom or puppet show. Explain what's on these T-shirts. Let's see. A swinging flamingo. Hey, there you go. Now you're getting somewhere. Smart ass. So anyway, we've got some new logoed swag out there, and we picked a logo that wasn't necessarily our podcast logo. You even even wore the one to yoga last night that basically has a flamingo and a swing. We want it kind of sexy but nondescript, but if you happen to listen to the show, you know what it's all about. Yeah, and no one even thought anything about it because I had on flamingo flip-flops also, and so they just thought I, you know, matched. (laughs) Maybe the fact that your tights were see-through and you weren't wearing underwear, that might have drawn more attention than your t-shirt. No, I didn't. Did you do the down, downward dog and show your cooter off to everybody in the class? No. Damn, I would like to see that, though. Oh, my goodness. Can I come take pictures? No, you cannot be the perv sitting over there like the homeless guy was last night. Damn, so there's more than one of me? <laughs> on the topic of our swag, let's talk about what we have got going on on Twitter. For the month of October. We have got a contest, and I have named it Win the Shirt Off Our Back Giveaway. How about the shirt off my boobs? Well, you're, you're fucked because I already put the post up. <laughs> So, tell them what we're doing. Well, we have decided to do a contest through the month of October for our listeners. So, if you will take a picture of some kind of flamingo in it, either draw it on you, be creative, flamingo shirt, anything that you want, tag us on Twitter, then we'll vote. What do you think? We'll retweet it, and at the end of the month, we will pick the sexiest picture and send you a free t-shirt. It doesn't necessarily had to have had Miss Flamingo's boobs in it, unless you want to ask for that, which might be a little awkward or not. We, <laughs> we probably had weird requests. <laughs> so get out there, be sexy, be creative, show us what you got. And as you know, Miss Flamingo is a goofball, so I like the fun and goofy ones. Mr. Flamingo likes the sexy ones. So can guys enter this? Yes. Uh oh. I'd like to see that. Might be careful what you ask for there. You might see some crazy stuff. Well, I don't get dick pics. You want dick pics? I think they're all scared because I talk about dicks in the bag. Bag of dicks. Yep. So anyways. Reach out. Reach out and we can't wait to see your guys' fun pictures. Well, with the state of Texas opening up a little bit more, we have actually been very active last month. We have a lot to talk about what what we've been doing. We've been running our asses off. Yes, but safely. Knock on wood, we still don't have any coughs or hacks. Nope. We've been very careful. Now, I'm trying to think of... Where we left off, I know we went to the um, GP pool party. Let's start with that. So we talked a couple episodes ago about the Club OKC's pool party, which the GP or Guilty Pleasures is the off nights that the club doesn't use the club building. Guilty Pleasures uses it. And we found out they're not necessarily a kink or fetish group. They're just another swinger group. But it's a lot of, it's a different crowd. Yeah, still Oklahoma City people. But there was a different group than what we were expecting. We kind of had, we saw this one was going to be the end of the summer party and we were still in a partying mood. So we signed up for it. And amazingly, it was not the same group of people we were expecting to see or our normal circle of friends. I did enjoy the crowd. They were fun. They were very lively and active. Kind of let everything all hang out. Literally hanging out. Yes. There's a lot more nudity at this one versus... The clubs. Wonder, wonder why that is. What you know? It's the same place, same building. Do you think it was just smaller and people were more comfortable? 
I think so. I feel like a lot of them were close, like kind of. Which is probably pretty true. I know the club's pool party. There's people that come in from all over the Midwest. So maybe this was the local scene and they're already seeing each other naked every other weekend in the club. So that was their weekend to get rowdy. Yep. We saw sex everywhere, oral sex. We did see someone bust out the vibrator on the hot concrete. <laughs> now that you just made it awkward, you want to touch on it? <laughs> One of our friends, and what did you say her Twitter name was? We're giving her a shout out. She goes by Skittles on Twitter. Yes. Which we, we may have to tag her. Yes. But she was doing a video for her website, and she decided to go onto this concrete with a vibrator and get off and squirt and everything. But she didn't realize the concrete was hot. We're walking by and she's like, ow, my ass, ow, my ass. And so she would, she was trying to roll and trying to keep it on. She had on trying these to keep little sexy. booty shorts, little denim ones. So she kept trying to roll over and be on that. Oh, she's so fun. She's a hoot. Well, that, now, that little hooker caught me suntanning. Which yes, this, it, this is hilarious. Yeah, I was tanning poolside, and she came by, and she's like, hey, let me take a picture with this butt plug attached to handcuffs with you. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to stick it in me, because this was the size of a girl's fist. And I'm like, there's no fucking regardless what size it was, I was like, there's no fucking way. But she's dangling this butt plug that looks like a, an apple in front of me. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. But uh, she kept kind of playing with my ass. And I'm like, no, just don't. She's like, let me just pull down your shorts. I'm like, well, no, that's a, that's a big no. You can be back there, but I don't want that thing anywhere near my butthole. Now, what's funny is that I was in the water and I had already talked to her. So I saw her going for you because you were suntanning. And one of our friends was like, did you see Mr. Flamingo's butt tighten up the minute he even realized what she was doing? <laughs> was so you you could have put a toothpick up my ass while she was back there. <laughs> I was like, just stay away. Now, some people later in the day said, I want to see the video of her putting I was like, it didn't go on my ass, people. I don't know what you were seeing because I was just closing my eyes and squeezing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. For you. I know. Yeah, a good way to wake me up from an apple. I'm suntanning. <laughs> Now, talk about the sun. That was an odd weekend for me, though. It, it was super It, it was hot. only a two-day event, but, man, it just, my ass was blasted. I mean, literally, that sounds terrible, but I was, the sun sapped me bad. For some reason, I got, I'd say, more of a buzz or maybe a little heat stroke from it. Again, it was also triple digits. It was, what, 111 out there that week or something? Yeah, you got a little sick. The first day, I got buzzed real quick, which I thought was odd. Well, that's the way we went to dinner that night and I was kind of sick. And the next morning got up, I had one of those real bad headaches that night and got up and realized I'd only drank six beers. So it mm -hmm. wasn't like I was super intoxicated and I was still drinking water, but I think just the triple digit temperature and a little bit of alcohol, just, I was, I was really off my game is where I'm going with that. The pool party before we were fun and bouncing around and this, this one was a little rougher for me. Still had a good time, but I just, I felt beat down. So always remember to drink water. Drink in moderation at that. Yeah. Well, and I was kind of, I'll say bitchy, because these people try to take over our canopy, which I don't normally care about sharing. We'll cover this a couple times this episode, some ideas we've got, but people, when you go to these, 99% of the time are there to have a good time and meet other people, but you will still have conflicting attitudes and people that are just pissy, Yeah, and I think we ran into a handful of those at this event. Yeah, I about twisted off on someone. So the way this is set up, you might have seen the Twitter video. The hotel is an old Motel 6 or something built in a circular pattern. There's a pool in the middle. There's a grass infield. So then on the grass infield, everybody sets up their canopies. And we've been setting up a canopy there for probably five years when we actually get to stay and did the same for this time. So we set up the canopy and we only came with a minimal amount. We brought our blow-up couch and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and this one was just, just really enough for simple. Us. At one point... I go to see you, and there's like 10 chairs under it. There's a beer pong table. There was a lady sitting there kind of eyeballing me, and you were kind of sitting back in the corner of our canopy like, you know, what the fuck's going on here? And I said, are these friends of yours? And you're like, yeah, I'll tell you later. Yeah, I gave you the look like, don't say anything right now. And you were like, okay, are you going to – I was like, no, I'm staying right here. Which uh, the parties before, we've had friends come up and they say, hey, you've got a canopy. We're going to stash our stuff here yeah, and we don't set care. up camp with you, which is totally fine. But and we actually like that because you meet more people that way. But this girl was just, she was being rude. And like, she was like, who the hell are you kind of deal. And then your shoes yeah. were in the middle. You put your shoes on. And she goes, were those his? Well, they were in the way. I was like, yeah, those are 
fucking his. Like I was like, I was getting bitchy. Like claws were coming out. We're definitely not territorial. There, no. Again, with this pool party, there have been years where people set up their canopies around the pool, which there's about a ten or eleven foot section of concrete, and people have set up their canopies. Now, years ago, when we went to this pool, the original pool party, we had someone get kind of pissy. You get out of the pool and you're standing under somebody's canopy. It's just a given the way the canopies are set up. And somebody one year was kind of like, um, this is our canopy you're standing under. And it's like, I get out of the pool, I'm standing under a canopy, tough shit. And that, that's not how we were trying to be. You know, even no. if these people had come up and said, hey, can we set up our stuff here? Fuck, we'd been fine with that. We're all about meeting new people. But they were basically acting like it was theirs and we were an inconvenience. That's what's crazy is that the last pool party, we had people stop and have uh, sex on our couch and we didn't care we you know we just sat there and watched whatever they were good you know and this time they were just flat out rude i didn't like it so it pissed me off and so then the next morning i moved their stuff over we, we had some friends coming in and said be sure and bring all your lawn chairs and all that we're fixing to evict some people from our canopy so you basically just wrote, roped it all up and gently put it out in the infield yeah i was nice about it i said it i set their stuff up Moved their table over and everything like that. And then at the end of the pool party, they had a canopy. And our banner, Swinging Flamingos, was on our canopy. You know, and so here's my deal. It would have been okay if they would have said, oh, is this your guys' canopy? You know, been nice about it. Took a different approach. So we had an interesting run-in. So we ran into Mr. Don Juan of the Kinky Frame of Mind podcast. Him and his lovely wife were from the Wichita, Kansas area. Yep. So he made a trip down with his girlfriend, which happened to be an old friend of ours, Yep. and sat and talked shop with him. And we're pretty secretive about who we are, and we don't promote it on our personal Facebook page yet. So he was like, I recognize those voices and those stories, but I just can't put two and two together who I'm talking to here. And then he realized that he's known us for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of them, uh, stop by and check out Kinky Frame of Mind podcast. They are swingers, but they delve pretty heavily into the kink and fetish world. I know he's big into the rope play and the paddling and all that stuff. So if you get a chance, stop by and check their show out. Now, we've been in a little bit of a dry spell since the last pool party. Seems like we go in spells like that. We're not going to pretend that we're out here fucking every night. I know around the last pool party, we had all sorts of action and we've had a dry month with... Yeah, a month. A month, yeah. It it happens. Again, we're not going to pretend that we're something we're not. We're not going to make up stories just to impress you. You and I have a lot of play, but it's not necessarily all the time with other people. Yeah. Yeah, we've been in a dry spell, and I thought this this event was going to be a little different and break that dry spell. And uh, let's start off by saying one of our listeners was at the pool party, and she needed to, she was just there for, her and her husband were there for a day. And so she needed to come in and change. Yeah, and I was you in, were in I the was shower. In the shower. And you say, you, we've got guests. Help me. What does that mean? Are we playing? She said, no, she needs to use the restroom. So again, <laughs> I'm, I think that's one thing I'm, I, I like now that, you know, we're comfortable, you know, comfortable with who we are, you know, what we look like and the whole swinger bit, you know, you'll go to an event and you'll share a room with somebody or stop by somebody's room and get changed. And it's not a big deal. I think after a while, nudity is just kind of a second nature, but and if you so, have a good attitude, we share our bathroom yeah. while we're in there. So anyway, I'm in the shower <laughs> and this girl pops in. She's like, I need to use the restroom. And I'm just like, she's like, if that's okay with you, I'm like, I'm good if you are. So I'm going on about my bit, trying not to listen. And she goes, oh, it's a number one. It's not a number two. You'll be all right. I said, okay, good. At least you gave me some warning. She didn't even peek. I was kind of disappointed. She's probably already seen it in the pool anyway, so she didn't need to peek. I still thought my luck was going to get better. You sent a unicorn by the room that was needing to change. I'm doing air quotes here. Yep. She was needing to change into well, her she was at the she was at the last party, and you kind of played a little bit with her. Mm, yeah. I'll just say, yeah, we probably made out or something. But she came by the – you sent her by the room. I was getting ready to take a nap, and she said, well, Miss Flamingo sent me by here and said I could change. So she changed and came out, and we kissed for a minute. And I said, she's giving me permission. I was like, you've got flight clearance for whatever. And she kind of got a little freaked and was like, okay, I better let you take your nap and shot out of there. And I'm like. God damn, I can't pay for it this weekend. Yeah, but she was kind of off her, she was off her game though. I mean, at least she knew that she wouldn't be giving you her best. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be her best. I've taken it at half speed and still been happy. There's no such thing as bad pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. And again, I was in a dry spill. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about a, a couple we actually met for the first time. 
They were actually kind of bodybuilders. Or fitness couple, you know, good looking, well built, nice tattoos, just sexy package. They were kind of new to the area and we waited our turn to talk with them and had a good chat with them. They were super approachable and nice people. And kind of going back to our prior episode on looks and what you perceive, you know, your physical image. They literally talked to everybody that came up and talked to them. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not judging us or anybody else that talked to them. These were these were a perfect specimen of people physically. And they were super approachable when you came up and talked to them. I, I didn't see them talking to a lot of people, just walking up to people. But, you know, everybody that walked up to them sat and chatted for a while. Yeah, and this was their first lifestyle pool party and big event, I guess you could say, for them. Mm-hmm. Actually, they were brand newbies, Yeah, if, if I remember right. Yeah, so they were kind of taking it all in. It was nice. But I do remember when we floated up to them because I was on a raft, my thought was, what am I going to talk to them about? I don't work out. They obviously work out. Like, I think about that stuff. It's real for all of us, regardless yep. what you look like. You like look like Miss America and you still worry about that shit. I know. It's just there. But then I get over it. Because it's like a two-second thought. You like, do you like cheeseburgers? <laughs> Not cheeseburgers. <laughs> Pete's Pockets. What do you or pop tarts? What do you like? <laughs> so, what's your cheat meal? Let's start with that. Now let's move on because we talked about that last episode. My insecurities on the body stuff. Now let's get into Saturday night. They had an inside party, which was opposite of Oklahoma City pool party because everyone likes to go. They go in for a little bit. And then they all go out where this group, they were in like everyone shut down the party inside. Yeah. One thing on the review of this is it was a smaller pool party, but when it came time to do the indoor party, there were people coming out of the woodwork. And I'm pretty sure there were people coming to the night party that were not there for the pool party side of it. Again, literally a flip of what you see at the club's pool party. The club's pool party, there's 500 people in the pool and you go inside and there's 30 people. But this one was hopping at the inside party. We, yeah, the music was awesome. We didn't even really bring much to wear. We're like, oh, that's never exciting inside. But we spent quite a bit of time checking out the playrooms and, again, mingling with people that we don't normally get a lot of time to speak with. Now, we did have a friend that we've been slowly kind of building up to play. I know where you're going with this. We thought we were going to end our dry street. They, unfortunately, got a little too tipsy, I think, for us. Well, we were planning to go to Kansas City in the next morning. That was part of our deal. We were going from... Dallas to Oklahoma City for that party, and then Oklahoma City to Kansas City so I could exchange company vehicles. So we had an early drive out the next morning and had that planned. We weren't going to pull an all-nighter. So we're bouncing from the inside party out to the pool, kind of just taking things in, seeing people, having shots, and we go back in. And again, the couple she mentioned was feeling a little frisky and wanted to have a little makeout session with us, which was a first time for them with us. Well, for him, he doesn't do PDA a lot. Maybe you just smell bad. I know, right? I must. But they asked for our room number. And you told me that when we were headed back. You said, we might get a room room guest. And I'm like, it's three in the freaking morning. I was like, my performance is not going to be. If they they (laughs) knocked on the door, I still might have even played asleep. As high as she is on my want list. It still wouldn't have been a good night for me. It would it wouldn't have been a stellar performance. I wouldn't even been at fifty percent for her. I was gonna get my ten percent. I didn't care. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. But they didn't knock. Thank goodness at in this instance. Yes. So anyways, the next morning we got up, went to Kansas City. On the way to Kansas City, we stopped in Stillwater and saw our daughter. Yay. Child number one out of the house living on her own. If we could just get number two to do the same. And as we were leaving Calls us when we got back on the highway and was like, um, now, now let me now let me interrupt. We're going from Oklahoma City to Kansas City. We have kind of a pre-set up some possible You had dates. two dates set up, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, we were trying to set some things up with some people. We don't get to see our Kansas City people enough and said, hey, we're going to be in the neighborhood. Let's do something. I'll call you when we're getting closer. Yeah, because so, we'd never know the time no, when we get up there. Not for Not for an adventure like this. So back to your story. So our daughter calls us when we get on the highway and says... The dog just broke my foot. <laughs> so, so yeah, we left her place, got up to the highway, head north, get that call, turn around, go back and deal with a broken foot. Yeah. The dog stepped on her and literally broke her foot. <laughs> Which our daughter's 98 pounds and the dog's 70 pounds. No, the dog's 90. So, so the dog weighs as, as much as, as, the much girl. as her. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like it was a chihuahua breaking our daughter's foot. It was a big dog. Yeah, so we had to deal with that. So it really fucked up our scheduling for the night and when we were getting up there. This parenting shit still sucks sometimes. <laughs> 
But when we got to Kansas City, our time... Our windows of opportunity with the people just didn't quite pan out. We hit them up when we were about two hours out, and God, it was already late. So every, yeah. some of these people had to drive into the city if they were going to be seeing us, and it just, just wasn't just didn't gelling. work out. So hopefully we'll get them next time. <laughs> so you and I decided to go ahead and make the most of it and head down to the Power and Light District for dinner and drinks. And during our dinner, what did I uh, Oh, Miss Thing you? here. So we're at a very nice steakhouse. Kansas City Steak. It's not Texas barbecue, but hey, we'll, we'll cut them a little slack on their steaks. They do good steaks. So we're down there dining. And as we get our entrees and my phone goes ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. And I look, and there are 50 pictures sent from her across the table of all sorts of sexy crap. And I didn't even blink an eye. Well, at first, I'm like, who's sending me pictures here? And I'm like, oh, my God, it's her. So while I was getting ready, she was taking all sorts of dirty pictures around the room and decided to blast them off while this lady's taking my drink order. You did good. They were sexy. Really distracted me. So I had to eat my dinner with a heart on. I had an extra guest with me. <laughs> Then we went back to the hotel, got a bottle of wine. Well, well, yeah, we were making it through downtown area, and there's a little shopping area. So we stopped to get some wine and some strawberries. And Miss Thing here knew I was already walking around with a heart on. So she's all in this sexy little skirt. She's all bending over, and she had these little crotchless panties on. She's like, oh, look, you can see my pussy and my asshole at the same time when I bend over like this. I did not. I'm taking a bottle of wine, beating myself in the face, like, can (laughs) we just get back to the fucking room? The security guard was laughing. Yeah, you were yeah, you were teasing me. I'm like, oh, let's let's walk around a little bit more since you got a heart on. Let's make this really rough. So then I tried to get some in the parking garage, and you said no go to that. And I didn't make it much better when we got back to the hotel, and we I made you go down and sit by the fire pit. Yeah, but you were still in the little sh- short skirt with the crotchless panties, and I was like, here, show off down here. And there was a guy there talking to his girlfriend or boss or something. He wouldn't even look, and he finally might have taken a peek and snuck off. I was like, what a loser. <laughs> I'd been like, so, how y'all doing? <laughs> this guy wasn't our people but you made me sit out there and drink for a bit and finally you're like okay let's go to the room so as we go back to the room i was trying to hold my wine and open the door at the same time and somehow <laughs> managed to pour a whole probably 16 ounce glass of wine all over the floor i mean i was i was horned up i was ready to go your night just wasn't getting any better no you thought yeah but was- it did get better so after you cleaned up your own mess yeah that wouldn't have been fair of me to pour wine all over their floor because I was thinking about getting some pussy and let them do it. So I grabbed a mop from the lady and cleaned up my mess like a good boy. Yep. And finally, we made it back to our damn room. That's when the fun started. That's right. Now, during our play this time, we did learn a pretty important lesson, didn't we? Yes, we what, did. What should you not mix? <laughs> asparagus. Asparagus with a squirter. We found that out the hard way. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to squirt. You always do, though. It used to be a non-issue for you, and then somehow you seem to learn. It was the hypnotist at Naughty New Orleans. You wanted to learn, and now you do? Yep, that's what I focused on. Now it's kind of a, this is me off at times. We've gone from, I don't squirt, to how much are those waterproof blankets? <laughs> Total 180. I think we ruined we ruined three pillows because I had your ass up in the air and you... Had the pillows on, propped underneath me. Yes, yeah, so we ruined three pillows and half the bed. The bad part is it was my half the bed. <laughs> so every time I'd move around, move my foot, I'm like, God damn, it's wet and cold on this whole half of the bed. You thought it's hilarious. I'm, I'm in there with no pillow. My because foot... I, I take my own pillow and I soaked all the other pillows. <laughs> yeah. So when my company asked why they had to buy pillows and bedding, I'm going to blame it on you. <laughs> but the asparagus. Yeah. Side note. If you're a squirter or you're going to have someone go down on you, do not do asparagus. <laughs> that just was wrong. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you need a doctor. <laughs> you were. You were like, what? At first, it you, took me a minute. Yeah. You even said that. You were like, wait a minute. And then you're like, oh, it was asparagus. <laughs> okay. Enough of that. <laughs> so anyways, we switched out your company vehicles and then we headed back to Texas. So that following week, we had a sexy random date with some friends. Yes. At our favorite place, the lodge. We really need to be getting a commission check as many times as we mentioned the lodge. I'm telling you, that's like the swingers date night. You think they'd sponsor our show if we asked real nicely? I don't know. I'd <laughs> be like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Some friends popped up and said, we are in town for the week. Do you want to go to eat at the lodge? And of course, we were free and wanted to. Well, we've always. been trying to hook up with them for a while. So this was the night. Yep. Finished up our date and more real world swinger stuff. We get out to the parking lot. They were staying down the street and. We were getting ready to get in the car. Getting ready to ask where their hotel is. And ring, ring. We get a call from our boy this time. And what was wrong? Which this is our boy. Uh. The AC isn't blowing cold, and the roof has water coming through it. The ceiling, The yes. ceiling has water coming through it, so... And what was your response? I'm not a fucking AC guy. Yeah, I got to go get some pussy. <laughs> what the fuck can I do from here? 
I was like, uh, no, we've got to go back home. <laughs> so our AC. You pouted the whole way home. Yeah, I was, I was pissy. He interrupted my dry streak. So we get home, and basically what had happened is the AC unit went bad and froze over and started thawing and coming through the ceiling. So we get that taken care of finally. Yep. But again, it's always something. Yeah. Real world stuff, real world problems. So then the next night we go out to dinner with your boss. And I'm only bringing this up because... Yeah, this business this, stuff isn't really important, but there's a little odd twist to it. I've wondered about your boss for a while now. What have you wondered? Well, he parties quite a bit. Every fucking night. Yes. And he is back with his ex-wife and they have a lot of odd things going on. And they were on this trip. And what did he say again? How did he say it? Well, he mentioned that they met a couple on the beach and went back to their condo or whatever for drinks. And you said that. You said, is he lifestyle? I said, no, nah, I don't think so. I think he just parties a lot. But he says a lot of stuff like that. Oh, we met this random couple and went to their condo. Or they uh, have a guy that travels with them a lot. A single guy. I'm telling you, they are. Yeah, it could be. Even when we were talking about going to the porn awards, he knew of those going on as well as the convention and kind of cornered me on it later. So he's been around. He he could be. It wouldn't surprise me if we went to a Tulsa party and he showed up there. Yeah, I agree. I think so. Now, that was just an interesting side note because, you know, you always do the, is someone a swinger or not? So I, I'm convinced your boss is a swinger. Now, while we're on the topic of Vanellas, let's talk about your classmate. I brought her up a couple episodes ago. She found us on one of the swinger pages, and her and her husband, number two, had been swingers. Well, she invited us out to party with her and her singles club friends at a local bar one night. and They were supposedly all Vanellas, but they sure did talk about sex a lot. Did you catch that? I heard conversations here and there. Maybe that's what single people do. I guess. I don't know. I haven't been around any in so long. One thing we did notice on the singles versus the swinger people is there's a shit ton more drama. Oh my gosh. I couldn't even keep up. One of them was getting mad because the guy she turned down was hitting on another random girl at the bar. And my friend, her date, got, I think, upset because we were talking to her and he went outside and seemed like he was pouting the whole time. I, yeah. just, I didn't know which way to go with that. Someone got mad because someone moved a purse when the other person was supposed to be watching it. There was just a lot of just random drama. It got to the point where we were almost uncomfortable. Yeah. We're just like, well, maybe we should cut this even short. Well, luckily we didn't cut it short early because we did run into another swinger couple that we hadn't seen in some time. Yeah. I really enjoyed getting to know her new boyfriend. Yeah. She was with a new beau and was coming out of a divorce. So it was interesting to see the new dynamic that she seemed to have with this guy. Yeah. She seems a lot happier. But then after the club, we got invited to go to IHOP. So we now know in IHOP where there's no cameras and you can have sex or the waitress will pour her new nipple rings out. <laughs> I found it odd none of the other guys in the group wanted to see the boobs. I'm down to see boobs unless I already predict that they're going to be terrible. These guys were all acting offended by it, and I couldn't wait to see some boobs. But then uh, the other deal, God, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Some of these people, I feel like when we're looking at it, we're like, you are single for a reason. Yeah. See, they're just bad attitudes. I noticed that from some of the girls. The one guy sat there and literally, you know, he's there with some attractive girls. He probably maybe had struck out with them already or whatever, but he was playing on his phone the whole time. The other guy was talking about another guy the whole time. I'm just like, there is, I think dating's, luckily we don't have to as much oh, except uh, double dates, but I still think dating and communication that some people may not have mastered. Yeah, they were definitely bombing out big time. Now, I thought I was going to flirt a little bit with the girl next to me. I had already pre-warned you she was a vanilla. Well, she and I had a pretty good talk. We were at the bar. I was kind of asking her how dating was and this and that. And I think under normal circumstances, she and I might have clicked. But while we were sitting there at dinner, I took my thigh and just kind of rubbed it up against hers. I did it once and just test the waters and she didn't do anything. And I did it again and made it intentional. And she literally sat bolt upright and scooted over. So I think that was a big fuck you no. You must have realized you were actually married from your conversation well, to the, IHOP. Yeah, the fact <laughs> you're sitting right across from me too probably didn't help my cause. I was just messing around, but you could tell how quick she locked up. And then I told her friend about it. She's like, that's funny. Like, I, I just want to see what her reaction was. But I guess it was good that she didn't jump on me not knowing we weren't swingers. Yeah, but I think she had us pegged though. Yeah, they kept talking about upside down. Pineapples and something else, or strawberries? Yeah, it was strawberries. Y'all are so far off. I was like, oh my gosh, strawberries are not a sign of swingers, I'm just saying. Now, the next morning, we got up, even though we didn't want to, and we headed down to Austin. We had a road trip. Yep, we headed to Colette's in Austin for the Eye Candy and Swing in Central Texas party, which I got to say was absolutely packed. 
Oh my gosh, it was very packed. You might remember we interviewed Brandon and Shauna from iCandy back a couple episodes ago, maybe yep. around five or six, and they host parties in Texas, Louisiana, with a lot more to come. I think we're going to be doing quite a few more of their parties. Actually, matter of fact, two weeks from now, we've got a party with them in Colette's Dallas. Can't wait. It'll be fun. They're always so much fun. Now, we did a lot that night at Colette's and everything, and it was packed, but we were off our game because it was so packed. Yeah, and one thing about us, we are not, hi, how you doing? Let's go fuck. That's not, we're social swingers. We need a little bit of a comfort level with you to make sure we're going to mesh well, and that's going to be a fun experience. And we could probably play a lot more, but we want to make sure that it's what we want out of it. So just shaking hands with someone and jumping into a bed is not really our deal. Sometimes we try, sometimes it works. A lot of the times we go a different route, but there was plenty of attractive people to pick from that night. Yeah, we had a couple couples that we were eyeballing, trying to get to know and stuff. Even I was off my game. It was just... We just spent a lot more time kind of being exhibitionists and voyeurs, both. I know at one point the play bed is upstairs. There's a big round one at the top of a awning, yeah. for lack of a better term. So we were across from that in the spectator area, kind of fooling around and a couple next to us fooling around. And we did some mingling and some drinking and made it to the playrooms for a bit. And I think we were kind of trying to put ourselves in position next to some people that we might've had interest in, but it's odd thing about the playrooms that night. Nobody was really interacting. I think everybody was waiting, either watching what was going on in the beds or waiting on their opportunity to get in a bed. So no. And at that point I was like, I want to have sex. We need to go back to the hotel now. So waiting on the Uber, we ran into a couple that we had met inside, kind of a, another fitness couple. And I think we were still trying to seal the deal with them. They showed up at the same time in the parking lot and we're like, hey, where are y'all headed? Where, what direction y'all going? We're staying here. And they were finally like, okay, good night. So we're like, okay, this is not going to work. We just got <laughs> shut down for good. So we... Just us made it back to the room by ourselves. And we had a fun night. I was the one in control that night. We were a lot drunk, so that was kind of driving the ship of where this play went. You took a note from my playbook that night and pretty much flipped the script on what I did to you at the pool party, I come to realize. How, how in-depth <laughs> are we going to get on this? Well, it depends. How out there do you want to put yourself? Well, this one was a little bit freaky, so it may... Put me in a bad spotlight or make me more honest. I'm not sure which. Well, I'll let you roll with it. <laughs> so let's set up this scenario. We get back to the room and you have me handcuffed to the bedboard and you're straddling me and you're kind of doing the dry hump. And I do remember at one point before I was even really naked, I remembered our instance in Kansas City. And I said, why don't you get a towel before you squirt on me? And you said, oh, too late for that. We're already there. <laughs> so I'm like, great. I'm going to have to sleep in the wet spot again. So you're getting a little freaky. Yeah, you were freaky that night. I'm not sure what you're drinking, but I need to get you a big bottle of it. <laughs> I should have known something bad was up. You said, do you remember your safe word? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess so. I sh I, that should have been our first indication that things were fixing to take a bad turn. So you've got this little roll around suitcase now with all your toys in it. Which you make fun of me for, but you do like it. Most people have a hoe bag. You have like a hoe <laughs> suitcase. suitcase. <laughs> it, it, it looks like the Grateful Dead's coming into concert there. You'd be rolling this big tote in. So... You get up while I'm there strapped to the bed, come back and start messing around and feel something trying to prod my ass. <laughs> Again, I was drunk enough and I'm like, well, let's just roll with this for a minute and see where it goes. So what were you sticking in my ass? My G-spot deal. <laughs> yeah. So explain to him. Basically, it's a curved rod with a ball on each end. Mm -hmm. Different size balls. I'll tell that part of the story. I was checking your prostate. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's a polite way to put it. So basically, you've got this toy that is a curved rod with two steel balls on it and you gently i guess gently put up my ass and then started riding me which i was happy with the riding part and i was pretty drunk so i was letting this go for a minute but shortly thereafter i'm like okay this is not working for me because every time you'd go down it felt like it was touching my kidneys so i was <laughs> ready for it to be done so i asked you to take it out and you gently remove it from my ass and do you remember what you asked me next? No, there's no telling. You said, do you want me to use the big end on you now? Which this thing has two different size balls. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that was the small end. <laughs> it felt like you were pulling a tractor tire through my anus at the end of a logging chain. So I was like, no, no more. <laughs> then we finished just like normal people after that. Again, you took a note out of my playbook on that one. That's what you get. Yeah, I'm going to have to be a little less freaky or use my safe word right off the bat. <laughs> The other thing is that, that I'm embarrassed by is we had the curtains to the room open. <laughs> we I'm had an audience too. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people across the street at the condos that were moving out after that scenario. <laughs> I got to say, I'm kind of embarrassed. I can't even uh, look at myself in the mirror after what we did that night. <laughs> you don't know you don't like it if you don't try it. 
Well, then I made the joke. Oh God, does this make me gay after that meme going around the internet? And you're like, um, are you wanting a dick? I'm like, hell no. So you're like, I think you're pretty not gay at this point. Exactly. All right. Let me bail you out of this embarrassing scenario. Yeah. Now that I've done outed my freaky side. Well, I'm not going to say freaky side because I'm not sure I'm going to ask. I didn't ask for it in the first place. I'm sure I'm not going to volunteer for that again. (laughs) So let's skip ahead and let's go to the next day. I'm trying to bail you out quickly. Yep. Bail faster. (laughs) We got invited to a pool party the next day. It was a, how should I say this? The most vanilla swinging pool party I have ever been to. To the point where people weren't taking their tops off. Isn't it weird how that works sometimes? You'll be with a group of crazy, sexy swingers and nobody does anything? Yeah, it was it was most bizarre. Now, the house itself, they were remodeling. They set it up. Definitely looked like a swingers resort to me. God, it was nice. We pulled in this backyard, which they said had tennis courts back there prior to them taking them out. But it was a pimp-ass swinger setup. Oh, it was so nice. They had a huge pool, a nice hot tub. I would say a awning with a outdoor kitchen and fireplace, as well as three big cabana beds. Which yeah. it was the absolute perfect place to host a swinger party. And there was probably about 50 people there. You know, about 25 couples. When we got the invite, we woke up the next morning and had a text from some friends that promoted the party the night before. I was a little apprehensive about going. One, I just know the quality of people and the attractiveness of these people. So I might have been a little bit insecure. But the other deal is we're pretty freaking tired from all of our running. So we get an invite. We're like, well, but I'm really glad we did. Oh, yeah, definitely. We had we met a lot of good people. And the thing about a small, intimate event like that is you had a lot of time to talk to people. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one thing I was telling you. I was chatting with a wife at one point. Her husband, I think, was actually up under the awning talking to you. But here she is, topless, and she and I are sitting there probably 30 or 40 minutes getting to know each other and talk about life experiences. And there's no jealousy or weirdness, kind of like the singles event. It was just a 180 from what we'd experienced the weekend before. Yeah, I wasn't even by you, like you said, and I was chatting with the husband and other people, and it was just, it was comfortable. It's nice when you get around well-adjusted people that are in the lifestyle for the right reasons. Yes. Now, let's just give a little shout out. We did chat for a little bit with John and Jackie, the owners of Colette's, and they also do a podcast. Open Love 101, which is another great lifestyle resource if you haven't checked it out. Like I say, they are class hack people. I was kind of talking about another club in the area and kind of made some maybe snide comments And he just said, well, there's room enough in the Dallas Metro for everybody and their likes and tastes, which is a pretty nice way to put it. What I was was saying was a little snarky, so I I give him credit. They're very class acts. So from this, we actually got a not really single guy, but a date with a married man out of it. Yep. Is that a fair way to put it? I don't want to disrespect them, but. Yeah, he was coming into the DFW area without her. And they were talking about dinners and eating and this and that. They were foodies like us. Yeah. So we said that, hey, you know, if you're okay, we actually went to her and said, if you're okay, you know, he is more than welcome to come and eat with us. We'll go out to dinner. So where did we take him? To the lodge. Where we take everybody. You know, the people there at the lodge are like, these freaks are here with another couple or another guy or (laughs) if they only knew how little we actually close the deal sometimes. Yeah. Which I will say with this date, we will keep it kind of simple. I mean, because it was a dinner date, this and that. But the one thing that was really funny that you kept laughing at was, as our listeners know, I really have never been with anyone younger than me. And this guy kept talking and I kept putting my finger up to his mouth saying, shh. Kept going, shush, shush, shush. Don't tell me your age. You're 40 years old. Nope, you're 40. And because it's so odd because I will figure out someone's age and all of a sudden they go into my no category. So if you're younger and you want to get with us, make sure you tell me you're 40. (laughs) No young pups for you. You're not a cougar, are you? No, I'm not. You think you'll ever be a cougar? No. The older I get, I'm still, even in the, even 30 year old men, I'm still like, yeah, no. Maybe you're getting on up in the years like I am. Eventually, you're going to have to start uh, robbing the senior citizen home. Yeah. Well, I have been with a few. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I have it. I still have a good time. Now let's let's move on. Quit talking about my uh, age preferences. We went to the Purple Peacock, which is a nudist resort here in the North Texas area. And first time we'd been there, we usually hit OTR, which is out East Texas. But this one was in kind of the wooded part of Texas. It was a beautiful resort, too. Yeah, and the Purple Peacock is more lifestyle-friendlier, I guess you could say. The owners are lifestyle, and so they have it set up to be more lifestyle, I guess you could say, than the other one we go to. Well, I'm talking about our style of travel. We didn't really plan on this. 
the group from Swinging Central Texas, one of the promoters of it, sent a message and said, hey, are y'all coming to our event? And again, we get so many invites off Facebook, like all of us do. It was one that kind of slipped through the cracks. And we just kind of popped up last minute and said, well, we don't have anything going on that Saturday. We've been wanting to see this resort, so let's take a road trip. So headed to Palestine, Texas. A lot of the nudist resorts that we go to, we don't have a problem stripping down. But when we got there, a lot of people still had their shorts on or their thongs on. And so we were kind of insecure about, do we put something on? Do we not? Yeah, we, we brought two different levels of clothes. You know, I brought Speedo trunks or a little bit longer shorts, or there was always the nude option. But when we were finding a parking spot, there were still a lot of guys walking around in, you know, board shorts or shorty shorts. So we're like, well, I may not get totally I, nude yet. Did I get naked? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. No, or did you have a thong on? I can't remember. You're probably naked. Probably. I usually am. Now, going back to our previous episode, we talked a lot about insecurities. And hey, all you people that reached out to us and thanked us for that episode, we appreciate that. That's one thing that hits home with us. Both of us have body issues, as most everybody does. And I think when we went to this resort, that was kind of what I was feeling a little bit this weekend was, you know, you don't always feel the confidence level you do. You know, it can change from week to week and day to day, literally. I think when we got there, that's kind of where we were at. Hell, I probably could have had any that week and it wouldn't have made any difference. I mean, you saw every shape and size there was on display. And another thing about that that we like is, you know, it's non-judgmental. We were really reminded of that before the day was up. Now, one of the highlights was they brought in big ice blocks and midday to cool the water down. And people went ape shit crazy over this. We we kept hearing about it and we're like, okay, you can put ice in the pool. Big deal. No, these were like 10, 2 by 3 foot. They were approximately the size of a tombstone. Yeah, they were huge. What, three or 400 pounds a piece. So three or 4,000 pounds of ice at once. Yeah. The guys, they had them all lined up and guys were pushing them in. They were like putting their penises up on there, dancing and this and that. Did you see that? I did. I was like, boy, you're brave. That's... <laughs> Talk about any, that would definitely cause it. Well, and with that being said, they throw in and these girls go crazy. They try to get on it and ride it. So I was like, all right, I'll get jump on there with our friend. My crotch was so cold. I was over it within two seconds. Yeah, you're like, feel this. And it felt like a popsicle down there. It's like, that's not, I don't know. Might have been a neat fuck. Yeah, it was too cold. But you and her were trying to seesaw on it, which wasn't working. That also was kind of dangerous. Because yes. they had one pretty hot looking girl on it. And she was weighting it down. And they were trying to hold her, which it gave you a good look. Because the ice was clear. You could pretty much see whatever you wanted. And then she slips off. And this large 300-pound <laughs> block of ice pops out of the water like it's popping out of your drink and knocks all your teeth out. It, it was interesting. The other thing is... You'd be sitting there in the pool. I, I didn't think it would cool it that much, but you'd be sitting there talking to somebody and someone would get tired of their ice barge and push it through the middle of the pool and it would float by behind you. And all at once, the temperature behind you literally drops 40 degrees. Yeah, it was crazy. Can you imagine somebody putting a huge chunk of ice against your back and unsuspecting? It was fun. So I quickly decided we better get in the hot tub. So we seem to have some pretty good luck in the hot tub there. Seemed to make a few new friends, you could say. <laughs> yes. We had a couple that we... uh Quickly started making out with. That that was odd, too. They just kind of sat. We would talk to them a little bit earlier, and they sat by us, and it just kind of escalated from there. I think that's one thing I like about the hot tub play is everything is pretty concealed. Yeah, and he matched my goofiness. He was cutting up with me like you wouldn't believe. She was sexy, <laughs> so I was having a good time. You were sitting on his lap with your hands down, and all at once you're like, you need to get their numbers. I'm like, okay, you got your hands under the water. You know something I don't here apparently. So, but hey, they're fun. We'll take it. Yeah, we had a good night with them. I was laughing at y'all at one point. There was a couple having sex right there in the middle and she was making a lot of noise. We we were convinced that they weren't doing anything and that she was just making noise. So then you two had to start mimicking them right there in front of it. <laughs> And he popped off something. About yeah, he, he jumped up and he had you and was all acting like he's banging you. And then he goes, oh, yeah, fuck this pussy. And he's like, wait, that's not right. And people were messing with him the rest of the night over it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. We got some names and numbers out of that. Now, going into this event, again, going back to the insecurity a little bit, uh, I'll just give a little history here. I'm 40 plus. So as most guys do, I take testosterone replacement and I'd kind of changed up my testosterone a little bit lately. And going back to the insecurity a bit, uh, my stuff was working, just not at optimal ranges. I think when your guy changes his hormone levels, messes with it a little bit. So yep. your sex drive and functions may not be, takes a little bit for your body to reset. So even going into this, you know, I told you, we're just going to spectate. Yeah. And then we find find a couple and you were kind of like, could you, if you wanted to, I'm like, I'll be that 10 percenter tonight. I mean, it it may be up. It may just not be full mast. 
So it's it's kind of disappointing, and they were itching to go ready to play, and we're kind of wanting to. It just is one of those deals where it was probably wouldn't have been our best performance. Well, after we met our new friends, you and I decided to get back in the pool and mingle a little bit. Yeah, because we had a little bit before we got ready for the glow party. We had a little bit of an incident, and going back to what I said earlier, 99% of the time, people at these parties are there to have a good time and hook up and have fun with other people. But occasionally, you run into attitudes that may not be suitable for the lifestyle. And this was another one of those instances. Again, we can go a year without anything happening, and then we can have two instances in a month. It's odd how it works that way. Yeah, definitely. So let me set this one up a little bit. We had a friend that was local that she and I were making out a little bit, and she and I were on the side of the pool. And at one point, I had to go to the restroom. So I go to the restroom and come back. And as I've come back from the restroom, the boyfriend of the girl is there giving you a back rub. And he's a pretty good sizable guy. So I didn't see the his girlfriend. And as I move around him and go to the other side of him, she's now making out with another girl there in the pool which I know she's highly bisexual. So I'm like, hey, fine, you got your time there. I'm already around him before I see her. And she kind of reaches over him and kind of gives my hand a little squeeze. And I'm not going to interrupt. I'm going to let him go and do their thing. So as she does that, the girl that she's making out with kind of turns and says something like, well, don't you be pushing up on me. You don't have any business. And hey, I've been around this long enough and worked in enough bars that I give people their personal space. It wasn't like I came up and started smacking my dick on her back or anything, but this chick automatically takes the bitch attitude with me. And what's crazy is I don't know if you caught it, but she kept grabbing my bun and pulling my bun on my head and pulling my hair. And you know, that's one thing that pisses me off is you fuck up my hair, I'm going to get pissed. And so you didn't catch that. No, but she she just had a bad attitude and I can't even remember really remember exactly what she was saying but at one point i just kind of started giving it back to her you know i wasn't calling her a cunt by any means but i was being a little pissy with what i said and almost you know i was playing it off i wasn't making a scene just let her go and she was ranting and i was ranting but you know the last thing i do is come up and start i'm not a grabby guy I, and I do get permission before I go to touch anything. So that was the last thing. Uh, anyway, the boyfriend that was making out with you as I worked my way back around, he kind of said something to me like, man, she was giving you some shit and you were giving it right back. And I was like, yeah, I don't know exactly what her problem was, but I didn't start anything, but I'm not going to stand here and take a mouthing from her. Well, anyway, at some point she breaks free and decides she's going to come over and try to make out with me, which was totally odd. You said her man got mad at me, didn't you? Yeah, he got like, who the fuck is this? And I was like, that's my fucking husband. And then they just kind of moved away after that. It was odd. It it was one of those deals that really didn't need to be. I just think she might have been, she might have been some attitude for one, but I think the excessive amount of alcohol just made it worse. But, and I'm not going to be sit there and call the name. I'll, I'll, de-escalate the situation, but I'm also not going to take shit. Yeah, it was a weird dynamic. Now, the other thing about this event that we really liked is they had a glow party that night inside. Oh, it was so fun. The music was the music was awesome. The DJ killed it. And it's in this small barn-looking building, would, yeah. would you say? It, it, it's not a huge club, so everybody is right there. The dance floor is decent size. These being swinger people, they know what swinger people want to hear and dance and make out to. Mm-hmm. And I had to force you to leave. Yeah, sometimes it gets into me where I don't want to shut down the night. (laughs) Now, I forgot about one other quick thing. There was an outdoor shower there, which we said originally that was an odd scenario us getting used to was taking a shower in front of other people, although we've been walking around naked. So here you and I are in the shower with some other women, and you're kind of like, you're like, you can wash something other than that, hun. I'm like, hey, it's my penis. I can wash it as fast as I want. <laughs> you're like, you're kind of looking like a perv. Why don't you uh, wash your back or something? And while you're doing that, I'm talking with the DJ, comparing other nudist resorts and this and that. And I'm over in the corner looking like I'm jerking off like a perv. <laughs> yep, exactly. DJ's like, is this creep with you? <laughs> so overall, what did you think about the resort? Would you go back? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that this was a takeover. So it was a little more probably lifestyle everywhere, I guess you could say. But I would like to go back to check it out to see how it is on a non-event weekend. Because the reviews we've heard have been awesome. And I would say the what we experienced was. The Noah is a beautiful resort. I think the thing we liked about it versus some of the others, it is in a wooded part of Texas. So there was camping uh, cabins. I'll, I'll be anxious to go back. Hopefully we can squeeze in another trip before it turns super cold down here. Yeah, I'd like to try it again. So we already covered last episode, but Miss Thang here turned the big four zero. Whoop, whoop. You don't look a day over 20. 
No, I do. I look 40. No, 20, you don't. Twice. No, you don't. 40 twice. <laughs> 20, 20 times twice. two. <laughs> you can... <laughs> You can use that. 20 in one boob, 20 in the other you boob. Can, you can use that. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> so we had a week full of festivities for you. Yep, which, uh, you know, we already talked about the massages. We talked about the dinner. We talked about breaking our dry spell. Yes, we finally got some. We're back to being swingers again. Yep, that's We're, right. We won't be shunned by the community. Yep. You think they put a scarlet letter on you and say, shame, 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 if you don't play enough? Sometimes, some yeah. Some people do, don't they? Oh, yeah. You're not doing it every night. You're not a real swinger to them. Well, and some people want to know who it is, but guess what? We don't kiss and tell. I think some people that were there can figure it out. Yep. So anyways, let's move on past that. And You don't want to keep talking about how old you are? <laughs> no? Okay. Let's move on. That's right. So um, we did go to another birthday party at Colette's. The manager... Melissa. Melissa. I don't know how old she was. No. Let's just say 20. Yep. 21. 21. But we actually haven't been to the Dallas Colette since COVID started. No, it's middle of March since we were in there last, which when we got in there, we found it odd because none of the regulars that we knew from when we were hosting and regulars there were around. No, there was only a few. But with that said, I struggled this time at Colette to the point where you kind of got a little upset with me because the music was so loud that it was giving me a headache. And I love R&B, dance music and stuff. With that giving me a headache, I know about midnight, it starts shifting to the techno music, and that gives me a headache on a low level. So I was kind of like, I am screaming at the person next to me. I can't even hold a conversation. We're in a lifestyle club. You should be able to hold a conversation. And I couldn't. And so I was just, I was over the club. Yeah, I'll agree. That weekend, it was awful amped up for her birthday. They were keeping it hopping, which the music was good. It was just too fucking loud. Yeah. We have seen that in there sometimes. And with a lot of places, they'll play the music so blaringly loud. Granted, you want to dance, but a swinger club, you want to be able to talk to people a little bit. Well, you need to be able to talk to people because if you're going to negotiate play, you need to be able to negotiate play. You need to know what people's safe words are, right, Mr. Right. Flamingo? My safe word is fucking quit. That hurts. <laughs> God damn it. Stop. Those are my safe words. I should have used those the other night. You're safe. I think it was like, take that out of my ass. That hurts. Your safe word is always safe word. What's my safe word? <laughs> Pineapple snuffleupagus. <laughs> no, I was a little irritated. It was one of those nights where we were, we were hitting good with people. And meet some new people. It just, and I see where you're coming from, though. I know when we went to the back room to kind of clear our heads a little bit, it was a day and night difference. And so it, well, the music was still loud, like even in the bathroom, like in the back, it was still loud where you were having to yell or talk. And so out there, I was literally screaming at this couple that we were trying to talk with. So I was just, I was over it. But all's well that ends well. So we called it a night, say goodnight to our friends. Again, people we met, we'll catch them again next time. Yep. And the new people, I'm sure we'll run into them again too. Well, I have to say this has been a long episode and unfortunately this was a two-week window of travel time. It was. It was a two-week window. And that seems to be how we're doing now. We have a hard two weeks and then a week, maybe two weeks off and then another It's because two. I force you to make take a week off. Yeah. So, which is sometimes good for our relationship and our minds. Just we did that this past weekend. We took Saturday off. I worked on the hot rod. You messed with the dogs, whatever you do. Whatever I do. Whatever you do. I don't know. I can't see you from the garage. And then we took a road trip yesterday to get some barbecue. So sometimes it's good just to clear your mind outside of the partying. Yeah. This has been an odd episode because we actually did have a topic to discuss. But once we got to telling about the parties and events we've been to, kind of ate up our whole showtime. Well, hopefully you enjoyed our stories of yeah, <laughs> our just, road trips. Yeah, we like to give a <laughs> idea of what we do. This was a two-week day-to-day, back-to-back craziness. Sometimes it works that way. And again, sometimes there's playing, sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's just us focusing on each other. Yeah. So I would have to say to wrap up this episode, enjoy your travel, be safe, watch your attitudes because they do affect other people. Know when you're having an off or insecurity issue. Keep your pissiness in check. Know your safe words. Mr. Flamingo needs to know what his safe word even is. Pineapple snuffleupagus. <laughs> So I think that's it, guys. We will see you next time. And don't forget about our contest. I want to see those crazy, sexy flamingo pictures. So now let's go flamingo. Thank you for listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. 
You can find us on our website at www.swingingflamingos.com. You can also check out our community page on altplayground.net. And we are on all major podcast platforms, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like Miss Flamingo's personal number, you can reach her at 944 Nope, 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 nope. I got a new one, but don't give it out. All right, maybe next time. Maybe next time. What'd you just pop? My God. Damn, it was like. <laughs> you can burp the microphone. If you can burp the word flamingo, we'll. <laughs>